RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. Umpires have just moved in the direction of home plate along with the managers, Roy Hartsfield and Jeff Torborg. And we'll be back to tell you about the umpiring lineup for the second game. And today's second game will be underway in just a moment. time you got here can't lay another foot of track till we unload your flat cards help yourself and there's a mail pouch for you back in the caboose oh that'll have my tobacco in it hank tell the men i got some real fine leaf tobacco for chewing came in the mail pouch the men who want to share line up at the caboose hey you others get these barrels of spice off the flat story of a great american tradition mail pouch chewing tobacco mail pouch was america's first brand of leaf tobacco and it's been pleasing men ever since that's because Mail Pouch has its own special one-of-a-kind flavor that comes from over 90 years' experience in giving tobacco chewers what they want. A clean, fresh taste that's not too strong, but isn't too sweet either. A flavor that really lasts and satisfies a man all day long. So if you haven't tried Mail Pouch lately, chew a few packs and taste the Mail Pouch difference. You'll see why it's become a tradition to chew Mail Pouch and treat yourself to the best. The day is done. No time to let it go. It's the moment to unwind. So gently, bird. And for the king of men, and settle back and be yourself. No matter what you do, no matter when or where. You know, a glass of blood is like an easy death when you bid blood. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing like getting home, especially when there's a cold can of blood waiting for you. W.J. Johnstown. Steve Palermo at second. The third base umpire is Don Denkinger. In the National League on the scoreboard at Chicago this afternoon. It rained at the beginning of the game, but they finally got started. They are into the bottom half of the third inning. Phillies lead the Cubs 2-0. Ruthman against Holtzman in that one. And Jose Cardinal came back to haunt his former teammates with his second home run of the year in the third inning with a man on. Both Jose's home runs have come against the Cubs. St. Louis playing in Montreal. The Cardinals came up with four runs in the sixth inning. And going into the eighth inning now, it's St. Louis five and Montreal four. New York's at Pittsburgh. We don't know what's happened there. We've heard nothing on that ball game, whether it's raining or whatever. At any rate, we've had no information. San Francisco Giants are playing in Atlanta. It is the Giants four, Atlanta five. Atlanta scored four times in the fifth inning. They've taken a 5-4 lead. Vida Blue started. Apparently, he's still in there. Phil Nico started, and he's still around. The Dodgers are in Cincinnati. It is raining at the end of the fourth inning, the game being delayed, with the Cincinnati Reds leading it 3-2. San Diego at Houston. It's Houston 1, San Diego nothing. That's only one inning. In the American League, New York is entertaining the Tigers for a doubleheader. Yankees came up with two in the seventh inning. 
and they have tied the Tigers at two. Roseman started. Gidry is going for the Yankees, and Hiller has come on for the Tigers in the seventh inning. Jason Thompson's had a home run in that one. Chicago White Sox at Minnesota. It is the White Sox leading in that game 9-5, to five, and the White Sox are batting in the ninth inning. Make it 8-5, to five, White Sox. Naharadney, Smalley, and Rivera have home in that ball game. Baltimore scheduled to play Boston, and the Reigns came. That game wins. Kansas City in Oakland. No score at the end of one. Later on, Texas and California, and Milwaukee at Seattle. And here in Toronto, the Indians took the open at 2 to nothing. Jefferson ready to go, Joe Tate ready to go, and here he is to tell you that it's still a beautiful day for baseball as Jesse Jefferson throws the fastball, strike one by Jimmy Norris. Norris, a left-hand batter, one for four in the series with a run score. Jimmy now hitting at 263, has one homer and 14 runs batted in. He slaps the ball up in the air to center field and waiting for it as Bassetti makes the one-hand grab, one out. Norris flies to center field, one away, and it brings on Rick Manning. Manning in the first game went one for three, doubled homer run. Rick now hitting at 260. Well, let's wait till they put it up there. Manning in the series now three for 12 with an RBI and a run scored. He's hitting 262. Pitch to Rick, bounces it right back to McKay. Second baseman with the ball, throws on to first two out. Two up and two away very quickly. Manning with two homers and 23 RBIs. And here's Johnny Grubb. Grubb in the first game went 0 for 4. He's now 0 for 5 in the series. John hitting at 232. Has seven homers and 26 runs batted in. Wind up by the right-hander and the pitch. And Grubb swings and misses strike one. Mayberry at first. McKee at second. Johnson at short. Howell at third. An outfield of Upshaw. Bossetti. And the right fielder is Hutton. And the pitch to Grubb is a strike of the knees. Strike two. Jesse Jefferson with a good fastball. He's pretty much over the top. And he has one of the better fastballs on this ball club. Also a pretty good overhand curve, which occasionally has trouble controlling. Pitch to Grubb. Fastball low. One ball, two strikes. Look for the sign by the right-hander, Jesse Jefferson. And the pitch to Grubb. It's a foul fly out of play to the left to the counter, still one and two. Jonasa coaching at third, Rocky Calavito at first. Second game just getting underway after a very fine pitching performance in the opener. Here's the pitch, low. Two balls, two strikes. Yankees with a run in the eighth beat the Tigers three to two. Gidry the winner? Gidry is now 13 and 0. Pitch a fastball inside, a full count on Johnny Grubb, three and two. That's not a bad sum of his work and he's only halfway finished. 13 and 0. Wind up by the right-hander, the payoff pitch, and Grubb pops it foul, third base side. We're going to give this one a blow back into the chairs, and the count is still three and two. Going to be Slayton against Rages in the uh, second game. R-A-J-S-I-C-H. Must have just called him up. He may be the fellow that's replaced. That's the Smith, huh? Yeah. 
Here's the pitch to Johnny on the 3-2 pitch. He pops another one foul. Ashby flips the mask away back at the screen and gets it. Three up, three down as Grubb fouls to the catcher. And at the end of one half inning of play, Cleveland nothing. Toronto coming to bat. It's definitely different. It's differently exciting. It's the kind of club you wish you'd known about sooner. Marco Polo, super disco for people over 21, with a finest selection of current music and a sound system unconditionally guaranteed to shake your senses and your soul. Every Wednesday night is ladies' night, and happy hour lasts all day. Marco Polo, 1605 West 5th Avenue in Columbus, across from North Star. Here's some great news for people who like to know they've made a smart buy. At Victor Dodge in Columbus, we've got the stylish 1978 Dodge Diplomat for just $47.95. That's right, a luxurious Diplomat, not $67,000, just $47.95. Diplomatically speaking, that's a smart buy. This time, instead of Chevy or Ford, pick out a mind changer. The new favorite, Diplomat, for just $47.95. See you soon at Victor Dodge, a Columbus tradition at $5,100. Gossage picked up a save for the Yankees in that first game in Detroit, coming on in the ninth inning of play. This is ninth of the year. Well, Dave Frasleben is pitching for the Cleveland Indians here in the second game. Dave after a very rocky debut, he'll go against Bossetti, Upshaw, and Howell. Right-hander Rick Bossetti was 0 for 4 in the first game. He's 2 for 12 in the series with two runs batted in, hitting at 278. Has two homers, 22 RBIs. First pitch, he slaps a foul to the right side. That one's going to be over just beyond the first base dugout. Strike one. Thornton at first, Kuiper at second, Blanks at short, Bell at third, Grubb in left, Manning in center, Norris in right. The catcher is Alexander, and on the mound, Dave Friesleben. Ender looks in, Bassetti with a strike one count, having fouled off the first pitch. Wind up, 0-1 pitch, Bassetti looked like he was going to bunt and took a strike, strike two. Tries Laban, ready to work again. Right-hander deals, Bassetti slaps another foul out of play to the right of the counter, still strike two. Indians are now back within a game of the Detroit Tigers, ending the outcome of the second game here and in New York. Pitch to Bassetti, high fly ball to right field. Norris waiting under it, makes the catch, one out. Dave Freisleben gets his first American League out. And his earned run average drops from infinity to 135. <laughs> Ain't funny. No. Willie Upshaw left-hand batter hitting 274, one over 11 RBIs. Upshaw ran in the first game. He is 0 for 4 in the series. 
Wind up by a prize labor on the pitch to the left-hand batter. Strike one of the knees. Prize Laban gets the sign from Alexander, winds up with a strike one pitch to the left hand batter is high and outside. One ball, one strike. Next pitch, low, fast ball. And the count is two and one. Roy Howell, the third baseman on deck. No score in the home half of the first inning, the second game. Pitch to Willie, rides high. Three balls and a strike. Upshot, 274. Harry Warner coaching at third. Jackie Moore on the first base side. 3-1 pitch. Bouncing ball up the middle. Kuiper, the second baseman, has it. Throws to first. He is out. Two down. Away in the first inning of play. Roy Howell, third baseman, hitting a 291. Howell with four homers and 40 RBIs. One for nine in the series with a run bad in. Three runs scored, and he went 0 for 3 in the first game. Oh, it is a long day for the Chicago Cubs. Phillies now leading 6 to nothing in the fourth inning of play. Should have rained. Here's the pitch. Howell takes one inside, ball one. It did, but it stopped. <laughs> That's, that's, where, that's where things went wrong. Pitch. Howell takes the fastball low, and the count is 2-0. Well, Prize Lehman's earned run average has now dropped to 67.47. Not bad for two-thirds of an inning to work. Dave looks in and gets the sign. Wind up. And the pitch. Howell wraps it down to the first baseman. Grabbed by Thornton. Runs to the bag. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. And Friesleben's earned run average at 45. And going down, which is good news. The end of one inning of play. The score, Cleveland nothing, Toronto nothing. There's only one place where you can get professional, high-quality printing and reasonable prices. And that's Shin Graphics at Graphic Way in Westerville. Shin will be pleased to take care of any wedding invitations and accessories, and for all orders over $75, you get a 15% discount. For instant printing at Shin, it normally will take less than two hours. Shin Graphics at Graphic Way in Westerville can take care of any of your printing needs, from calendars to calling cards, or even a doctoral thesis. See Jim Shin today at Shin Graphics. Here's some great news for people who like to know they've made a smart buy. At Victor Dodge in Columbus, we've got the stylish 1978 Dodge Diplomat for just $47.95. That's right, a luxurious Diplomat, not $67,000, just $47.95. Diplomatically speaking, that's a smart buy. This time, instead of Chevy or Ford, pick out a mind changer. The new favorite, Diplomat, for just $47.95. See you soon at Spitzer Dodge, a Columbus tradition at 5100 East Main Street. Alexander Thornton and Carbo will test right-hander Jesse Jefferson. Alexander had the game winner in the first game when he slugged his 16th home run of the year in the second inning with nobody on. He went one for four. And he's now four for 12 in the series with that home run and three runs scored. Gary is hitting 231, 16 homers, and 40 RBIs. 
Alexander with three game-winning hits for the Indians in the course of a week. Gary, however, with the two strikeouts in the first game has spanned 83 times in 76 games. That pace, however, not as fast with the Tribe as it was with Oakland. That's right. Jefferson looking in. Here's the first pitch to Alexander, a fastball, strike of the knees, strike one. White Sox hung on to beat Minnesota in the first of a doubleheader, eight to five. The pitch is a strike again at the knees, strike two. Jefferson looks in. Odds. Winds up the 0-2 pitch to Alex. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. First strikeout for Jesse Jefferson. He has now worked 105 and two-thirds innings. That was his 44th strikeout. He's walked 42. He has worked more innings than any other member of the Blue Jays. He one start against Cleveland. They knocked him out of the sixth inning. The first baseman, number 20. Andre Thornton, the first baseman. Andre one for 12 in the series after going 0 for 4 in the first game. Pops a fly ball into short left center. They're converging on it, and Bosetti makes the grab. Two out. And he came into the second game hitting 260 with 12 homers and 41 RBIs. And with two away and nobody on, Bernie Carbo will be the batter. Left-hand batting the eighth. Bernie, one for three in the first game, a double to the ninth. He is now hitting at 271, one homer, and eight runs batted in. Bernie had a walk with the bases loaded the other day for an RBI. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Fastball low, ball two. Jefferson starting out as though he is going to be very, very tough. He's coming off a couple of pretty good wins. Wind up. 2-0 pitch. Carbo takes outside. Ball three. Wind up on the 3-0 pitch to Bernie. That's high. Ball four. Well, he walked Carbo on four pitches. And that will bring to bat Buddy Bell, the third baseman. Buddy making his first appearance in a week. Singled once in four trips in the first game. His batting average is 310. He has three homers and 30 runs batted in. Right hand batting third baseman, Dwayne Kuyper on deck. A stretch by Jefferson. Pitch to Buddy. Bell wraps it down the third baseline. Grabbed by Howell behind the bag. Long throw. He's in time with the toss to retire the sun. No runs, no hits, a walk, and a man left. At the end of an inning and a half, it is Cleveland at nothing, Toronto nothing. The day is done. It's time to let it go. It's the moment to
is like an easy chair when you did first Hey, that's right. Nothing goes with that special time you call yours like the clean, fresh taste of Budweiser. When you say Budweiser, you still and I the voice thing to it. Posted the pitchers for the second game at Minnesota. Ron Schuler will be pitching for the Chicago White Sox. And Daryl Jackson will be pitching for the Minnesota Twins. Gene Mark had a few more gray hairs, obviously, in that first game as the Twins committed five errors in losing to the White Sox, eight to five. Here's Rico Cardi in the home half of the second inning, right-hand batter. Rico, the DH in the first game, was 0 for 3 with a walk. He is now hitting 289. Cardi with 11 homers and 44 RBIs at the first pitch is low ball one. Dave Freisleben put him away one, two, three in the tie up in the home half of the first inning. 1 0 pitch to Cardi. Rico swings and fouls it back out of play, and the count is even at one and one. John Mayberry and Tommy Hutton to follow. Kansas City and Oakland. Playing the first of two in Oakland. No score at the end of three. Gora against Langford. Wind up by Freisleben. Pitch to Rico. Low and inside. Two balls and a strike. Indians won the first game today. Two to nothing. Combined three hitter for Waits and Kern. Kern came on to get the final out. 2-1 pitch. Rico swing and a miss. Two balls. Two strikes. Alexander hit his 16th home run on the first game. And Rick Manning doubled in the other run. Freisleben ready with a 2-2 pitch. Takes a long look. And the 2-2 offering to Rico. Slaps it back to Kuiper on the bounce. Dwayne digs it up. Throws to first. One out of the second inning. John Mayberry, the first baseman, was a pinch hitter. He fly to left field to end the ball game. That was his only at bat of the first game. He's now two for five in the series, but he's walked three times. Big John hitting 257. With 13 homers and 42 runs batted in. Look at Kuiper. He is back in right field. He is playing short right field. Flanks. With that three-man shift, looks like the way out man in a softball game. That's right. Bell playing well back at third. Might prompt Mayberry to try and bunt. He doesn't look like it. Takes the first pitch, a curve, strike one. Tommy Hutton on deck. Freisleben ready. Pitch, Mayberry takes low and outside. One ball, one strike. Boy, are they having a wild one in Atlanta today. Pitch, swing, and a miss. Pulled the string, and the count is one and two. Giants came up with three runs in the top of the seventh to take a seven to five lead, and Atlanta just came back with four more to take a nine to seven lead at the end of seven innings of play. Braves giving the Giants fits. 
Friesleben cranks up the one-two pitch to Mayberry. Head high fastball. Two balls, two strikes. No score second inning, second game. The pitch, Mayberry bounces one off his foot. Goes to Blanks, the shortstop, but it is a foul ball. And Mayberry doing some hobbling at home plate. Milwaukee going for a sweep at Seattle sends Caldwell to the mound this afternoon. He will be opposed by Dick Pohl. So Mayberry back in after giving a little exercise to that bruised foot. 2-2 pitch, low and outside, full count of 3-2. Indians play Mayberry around to the right side, and the right fielder Norris is within two steps of the warning path. Here comes the payoff pitch to Mayberry. High pop fly ball, center field. Manning cruising over to straightaway center and makes the catch. Two out from the second inning. Brings on Tommy Hutton, the right fielder. Tommy hitting 248, two homers, eight runs batted in. 0 for 2 in the series with one run scored. The right fielder, number 14. Indians come home after the second game here today and will be in Cleveland tomorrow night for a family night game at 7.35 and the big fireworks 4th of July contest at 7.35 on Tuesday. Baltimore rained out today in their game with Boston. Wind up by the right-hander and the pitch to Hutton. Low ball one. Tommy previously with the Phillies and Friesleben with the Padres, so... They probably have faced each other a time or two. 1-0 pitch. There's a pop-up out over the mound. Coming on behind the mound is Buddy Bell. Makes the grab in the air, and the side is retired. 1-2-3. At the end of two innings of play, Cleveland nothing, Toronto nothing. You know, listening to Major League Baseball on 3WJ is a great way to follow the national pastime. But to really appreciate the game and the players' talents, at least once in a while, you should see a game in person. And those of us at 3WJ would like you to see the exciting Cleveland Indians on us during our Tribe Ticket Giveaway. All you have to do is send us your name, address, and phone number. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the noon news, we'll draw a name to win two tickets to an Indians home game of your choice. If your name is drawn, your tickets go into the mail that same day. And we won't stick you out in the left field bleachers, but in box seats, so you'll be right next to the action. To enter, send your name, address, and phone number on a postcard or letter to Tribe Tickets. 3WJ, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. Again, that's Tribe Tickets. P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. To win two box seat tickets to a Cleveland Indians baseball game of your choice. Entries are limited to one per week, so enter today and let 3WJ take you out to the ball game. Look at another final score in the first of two at Montreal. The St. Louis Cardinals for that four-run sixth inning used it to hold off the Montreal Expos. 5-4, to four. Vukovic gets the win. Buddy Schultz picks up his fourth save. Took two hours and 40 minutes for the Cardinals to win, and they have now won five out of their last six ball games. And as I say, that is the first of a doubleheader. This is the second game of the doubleheader in Toronto, and the Indians won the first game 2 to nothing. Rick Waits and Jim Kern combining on a three-hit shutout. 
Kuiper will lead it off in the third inning for the Cleveland Indians. Kuiper, a left-hand batter. Wayne in the first game went one for three. He's hitting 259. No homers, 17 RBIs, and he is four for 11 in the series. Pitch to Dwayne. Low, ball one. Manning extended that hitting streak of his in the first game to eight games in a row. And Kuiper's now hit safely in 14 of his last 16 games. Fastball strike for the knees. One ball, one strike. Kuiper, Blanks, and the top of the order, Norris. Jesse Jefferson, the right-hander, wheels and deals, and Kuiper slaps a little looper on into left field. That's going to drop for a base hit. No Kuiper singles, and the Indians have a man on, leading off here in the third inning of play. Kuiper obviously in the good groove now, as he will tell you, and the base hits come. They come that way on drives into left field, and that time he swung nicely and served the ball into left field for a single. That'll bring on Larvell Blanks. Larvell sat out the opener. He's hitting 222 with 12 runs batted in. Blanks is 0 for 1 in this series, but he does have a run batted in and a sacrifice fly. Number 9 man in the tribe order, and they're looking for the bunt. Stretch, Blanks to bunt, does out in front of the plate. Ashby out, pounces in the ball. Double pup, throw to first, and they just oh, got him. I don't know about that. Here comes the argument. Boy, oh boy, that was, well, close enough to warrant the argument that is now going on. Say, second baseman, McKay was late getting there. Ashby had the ball, but no place to throw it. The sacrifice for Blanks, Jeff Torborg and Rocky Calavito have both chewed on the ear of the first base umpire, Larry McCoy, obviously to no avail, but hmm, that's going to bring on Jimmy Norris. North at a fly ball to center field in the first inning. The right fielder, number 27, Jim North. Runner at second base and one out. Stretch by Jefferson and the pitch to North. Jim takes a fastball, strike one. No score in the top of the third. The Indians have a runner at second base. And one out. Stretching the pitch. Fastball outside. One ball, one strike. Kuiper at second base. Look in for the sign by Jesse Jefferson. Here's the stretch. 1-1 one, one pitch. Norris hits a looper foul to the left into the seats. One ball, two strikes. Top of the third, the game is scoreless. Indians won the opener two to nothing behind Waits and Kern. Waits now six and eight, an earned run average of 2.34. And Kern picks up his seventh save of the year. Look in for the sign. A stretch by Jefferson. 1-2 pitch. Norris takes strike three. He fired the fastball right through the middle. Well, Norris watched it go by. Second strikeout for Jefferson, and it'll bring on Rick Manning. Manning bounced to the second baseman in the first inning. Kuiper still at second base, but now with two outs. Number 28, Rick Manning. Manning hitting 261. 
Kuiper with his lead at second. The stretch by Jefferson. And the pitch to Manning. Rick takes way outside. Ashby diving to his knees to the left to flag it down. 1-0 the count. Johnny Grubb on deck. Jefferson the stretch. Looks back to Kuiper. 1-0 pitch to Manning. Rick hits a very high pop-up. Third baseman Howell waiting right next to the bag. Goes back a step and makes the catch to retire the side. So in the third inning of play, it is no runs and a hit with a man left at second base. And at the end of two and one half innings of play, Cleveland nothing, Toronto nothing. If you're a commercial hog man, listen to this. Shipley Duroc Farm now has a good selection of tested boars and gelts. Sonnery information is available on all boars and some of the gelts. The Shipley Duroc Farm is located at 8086 Marion Road Northeast. That's Route 657, south of US 62. There's a big sign in front. You can't miss it. But in case you do, call 745-2328 or 892-2991. Free delivery any place in Ohio satisfaction guarantee. The Shipley Duroc Farm is owned by the same people as Utica Millen Supply Company. Here's some great news for people who like to know they've made a smart buy. At Spitzer Dodge in Columbus, we've got the stylish 1978 Dodge Diplomat for just $47.95. That's right, a luxurious Diplomat, not $67,000, just $47.95. Diplomatically speaking, that's a smart buy. This time, instead of Chevy or Ford, pick out a mind changer. The new favorite, Diplomat, for just $47.95. See you soon at Spitzer Dodge, a Columbus tradition at $5,100. Tucker Ashford is homered for San Diego in the fourth inning of play is fifth of the year. The Padres have climbed on top of Houston three to one at the end of five. Perry against Dixon last night, incidentally, those two teams split a twin-eye doubleheader. Houston won the first game nine to two, and the Padres took the nightcap nine to three. Mark Wiley, who had a brief fling with the Minnesota Twins back in 75. Got a start last night in that second game for San Diego and pitched very well. He had relief help from Dennis Kinney. Dave McKay, left-hand batter. McKay in the first game went 0 for 3. is now 0 for 9 in the series with four strikeouts. Dave Friesleben looks him over. McKay hitting 251. Here's the pitch to him. Curve high, ball one. Okay, has one homer and 22 runs batted in for the year. Lined up in the pitch, slapped on the ground into right field, a base hit. Well, McKay grounds a single into right field. That is the first hit off Frazleben. And it'll bring up Al Ashby, the switch hitting catcher. The catcher, number eight, Alan Ashby. Alan Ashby hitting 211, two homers, seven runs batted, and 0 for 3 in the series he caught in Friday night's game. Al from the left side, 210, from the right side, 222. Both of his homers as a lefty. Pops the butt up behind the plate, and Alexander turns, gallops back after a late start and made the catch. Made a pretty good play of that because the ball was bunted. He started out in the direction of fair territory. Didn't know where the ball was. Somebody yelled, he turned around and got back in a hurry. Ashby trying to sacrifice. Pops foul and out to the catcher. The Jim Johnson, the shortstop. Johnson has been in two games, but this will be his first at bat in the series. He's hitting 200 with one run batted in. Hitting 219 with Toronto with that RBI. Started the year with Milwaukee. 
and came over to the Blue Jays in a trade for Tim Nordbrook. Then Nordbrook got to Milwaukee on the very first game that he played. He injured his knee. Pitch low ball one. And he is probably out for the year. Nerve damage, I believe. Right. Frasley have been working with one out and one on in the third inning. Stretch by Dave and the pitch. Outside and high, ball two, two and oh. Infield of Thornton, Kuiper, Blanks, and Bell. And outfield left to right of Grubb, Manning, and Norris. Alexander catching both ends of the double dip. And Frasleben on the mound. Throw to first base and back to the bag goes McKay. And a dandy pitcher's duel in the first game. Waits and Lamanchik with Kern helping in the ninth. Indians win it two zip. There goes the runner. The ball is slapped up in the air to center field. Base hit. McKay turns second, digging for third. Here comes the throw over, not in time. And the Blue Jays have runners at first to the third with one out. Well, they had him going and it paid off. Second hit off Frasleben. And we'll bring up the top of the order, Rick Bussetti. Bussetti hit a fly ball to right field in the first inning. Rick Bussetti. The stretch by the right-hander. Runners on the corners against him, and the first pitch, Bassetti reaches out and pokes a foul. Back out of play, strike one. Michael Seggy, our traveling secretary, arriving in the booth. Fistful of tickets. Where are we? When are we leaving? When are we arriving, more importantly? When would you guess? About 9.50? Better you give us a time that'll be... No, you know, how long after the game do you figure? Pitch low and inside, 101. You'll come back and give us an estimate. One ball and one strike. Two on and one out here in the third. Prize Laban. The stretch. Dave throws. Bosetti stops his swing in time and the count is two and one. Pitch was outside. McKay singled her right. Ashby fouled out trying to bunt and jumped. Lapped a single with the runner going, and now the Blue Jays have runners at first and a third. One out. Stretch by Frasleben, and the pitch. Outside again. Ball three, three and one. Frasleben is going to take a little hike around the mound. One out, top of the order. Bussetti at bat with Upshaw due to bat next. Stretch by Frieslaben. And the 3-1 pitch. Posetti line drive. Left field solid hit. In the score comes McKay. Now the second base goes Johnson. And it's a one-to-nothing Toronto lead. Jeff Dorborg trotting to the mound. And they're calling to the bullpen for a left-hander. Don Hood running down out of the Indian dugout. Don Hood is going to be up and throwing. That is Bosetti's 23rd RBI of the year. 
run and third hit off Freisleben. Bounce to the second baseman in the first inning. Look for the sign by Freisleben. Two on against him and one out. Pitch to Upshaw. Low ball one. The stretch. Freisleben checks the runner at second. 1-0 pitch. Curveball high. Ball two. 2-0. Looks like Dave's just having trouble with that breaking pitch. He can't get that curveball down. Just can't really get through it. The pitch. Hit hard. Thornton backhands the ball. Going to go out to second base for the play at second. On Bossetti, over to third base goes Johnson. Nice play by Andy Thornton. Definitely. Good play. 3-6 on the put out of Bossetti for the second out of the inning. Puts up shot first base for the fielder's choice. And we'll move Johnson to third. Roy Howell. Howell bounces to the first baseman unassisted. Foul ball just over the top of the screen and back downstairs, strike one. Brian Slavin trying to wiggle out of a problem. Pitch outside, fastball, one ball, one strike. Toronto was taking the lead. One to nothing here in the home half of the third inning. The pitch, that is high, two balls and a strike. Two on and two out. On deck is Rico Cardi. Stretch, two one pitch. High drive, left field. Grub toward the corner, getting under, makes the catch and the side is retired. Sunday Freisleben, with some good defense behind him, gets out of a jam with only one run scoring. One run on three hits with two men left. And at the end of three innings of play, it is Toronto 1, Cleveland nothing. One of the first things a newlywed couple should be looking into is insurance. Because marriage means responsibilities. Shaw Insurance of Utica will be happy to explain anything you may want to know about insurance. From auto to home, life, business, or whatever you may need. At Shaw Insurance, let them tell you about their six-month homeowner policies, perfect for newlyweds and retirees, but available to anyone. Call Darlene or Bob Shaw of Shaw Insurance for more information at 892-3891. That's 892-3891. 3WJ presents the Columbus Jackpot Program. Over $500 in gift certificates for you. A number of people are being called by telephone to receive this fantastic offer. You may be called today. $500 in gift certificates for only $24.95. 
If you can't wait for that call, phone 866-8595. That's 868-8595. The Columbus Jackpot. Well, the Giants ran a foul of Atlanta again today. Down in Atlanta in two hours and 14 minutes. Atlanta outscored San Francisco 9-7 with Phil Necro over Randy Moffat, who was in relief of Vita Blue, who was really pounded around today by the Atlanta Braves. Meanwhile, the Tigers and the Yankees are scoreless after two innings of their second game. The Yankees won the first game 3-2. Oakland has taken a 1-0 lead on Kansas City at the end of four. Gora against Langford. Here it's inning number four, and Herb score. Thank you, Joe. The Indians, for the first time in this ball on this day, actually find themselves trailing one to nothing. For the Indians, Grubb, Alexander Thornton will see what they can do with Jesse Jefferson. Right hander winds it up. Here's his first pitch. A swing and a miss on the slider down at the knees. Strike one. Grubb has fouled to the catcher his only time up in this game. Drive down the left field line, slicing foul out of play. Strike two. Danny Grubb in the first game of this doubleheader went 0 for 4. Wind up by Jefferson. The pitch is a slider down too low. Ball one, strike two. Outfield straight away. Jefferson with that good overhand fastball. And his slide has been pretty effective. Bouncing ball, second base side. McKay gets the big bounce. Fires. He gets Grubb at first. One up, one down. Inning number four. Gary Alexander, the batter. Gary gave the Indians their first run, the one they really only one they needed in the first game with a home run into the left field seat. His 16th of the year. First time up in this game, he went swinging. One-one pitch. Foul back over the screen out of play. Ball one strike two. I'm good now. The Indians will be home Monday and Tuesday nights against Baltimore. They take a short journey to Detroit for two games. And then next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the Boston Red Sox. Carl Jastrzemski, Jimmy Rice, Freddie Lennon group in town. Inside nine with a fastball, it's two and two. Friday night, Indians take on the Red Sox. Saturday is a twi-night doubleheader starting at 5.35. And then Sunday is bat day. Swing and a miss, strike three. Fastball down around the knees. Two up, two down in the fourth inning for the Indians. That's the third strikeout for the right-hander. Here's Andre Thornton. Andre has been held in check pretty much in this series by the Blue Jays. First game, he was 0 for 4. He's 0 for 1 in this one. 1 for 12 overall. About time for him to break loose. Pitch to him has popped up. First base side foul. Over near the dugout is John Mayberry. He leans on top of the dugout. Can't get it. Big John had that long reach, and he had the glove extended on top of the dugout and back about a foot, but just couldn't reach that ball. 
curb with that yellow line running in front of the dugout. Is that one of those safety lines? Right. I think that if you, uh, I think as I'm sure as a ground rule, that he can't run in there and catch the ball. He has to remain outside that line. He can lean over it. Can't go in there. There's no dugout here per se. It's a shelter, but it's not dug down. Fastball up too high of all one. Friday night at the stadium, we talked about the Red Sox coming in. It's post tonight. Fans receive a poster coming into the ballpark. Swing and a miss. Fastball down around the knees. One ball, two strikes. Jesse Jefferson really popping that ball. One ball, two strikes. Two men gone, fourth inning. Indians trail, one nothing. High pop, third base side. Foul territory, Howell in the coaching box. Third baseman waits, he makes the grab, and Jesse Jefferson has retired the last six men in a row. Three up, three down in the fourth inning. We go to the last half of the fourth inning to score. Toronto one, Cleveland nothing. Here's some great news for people who like to know they've made a smart buy. At Bootsy Dodge in Columbus, we've got the stylish 1978 Dodge Diplomat, which is $47.95. That's right, a luxurious Diplomat, not $67,000, just $47.95. Diplomatically speaking, not a smart buy. This time, instead of Chevy or Ford, pick out a mind changer. The new baby Diplomat is just $47.95. See you soon at Spitzer Dodge, a Columbus tradition at 5100 East Main Street. National Lampoon presents Throwbacks. Authentic, documented, we kid you not, strictly on the up and up, verified, absolutely the real thing, honest to goodness, unadulterated. And now let's be back to yours. Monday through Friday nights at 11.55, right here on 3WJ Mellow Rock 103. Last half of the fourth inning, Blue Jays won, Indians nothing. Blue Jays will be coming along with Rico Carney, John Mayberry, and then Tommy Hutton. Dave Fry's leaving on the mound for the Indians. He gave up a run, two hits last inning. Evidently, tomorrow night, the Indians will have their autograph booth open, 6.15 to 6.45. That's down in the concourse, I think, in section 11. And in the autograph booth will be Ted Cox and David Clyde. That's 6.15 to 6.45 tomorrow night, family night at the stadium. Here's Rico. First time up, a bouncing ball to the second baseman. Rico's batting average, 2.88. Dave Freisleben making his second start for the Indians. Right hander winds it up and he throws. Fastball over the inside part of the plate, waist high strike. Wind up and the pitch. Ground ball, shortstop side. Lavelle has it. Takes a couple of steps, fires across, and Rico is retired. 6-3 on the out, one man down, fourth inning. Big John Mayberry flying to center field his first time up. He was a pinch hitter in the ninth inning with two men out, two men on for the Blue Jays. Kern came on the pitch and he flying out the center. Actually, the left center caught by Johnny Grubb. Buddy Bell goes to the mound. He's going to have a little chat with Dave Freisleben. 
they put the infield shift on. It's almost an outfield shift because the shortstop and second baseman are both in the outfield and both on the right side. Herbert would appear all things going well. The Indians will be home between 9.45 and 10 o'clock tonight. Reisleben starts his windup, then stops as his foot flips on the pitching rubber. Indian traveling secretary Mike Sagey just came back to tell us that Indian charter flight won't arrive at late 30, so he thinks the earliest they can leave is 9 o'clock. That means they get home by 9.50. There's a strike at the knees. Strike one. Time call. Jeff Torborg asking umpire Phillips for permission to go out and see Friesley. And he may have twisted his foot when he stopped that windup a while ago. Got a caught on the front part of the pitching rubber. So Jeff Torborg talking with him. Also Dave Phillips there to see what's going on. Count on Mayberry. Strike one. By Phillips also talking with Flyslaven. And while we wait for that conference to break up, let's pause for station identification. This is the Cleveland Indian Baseball Network. This is 3WJ, Central Ohio's home of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Clowns, and Indians. WWWJ Johnstown. Flyslaven ready to go. He says foot's all right. One strike. Wind up and the pitch. Curveball breaks down too low. Ball one and a strike. Now, Friesleben doesn't like the ball he gets. He wants another one. On deck is Tommy Hutton. Friesleben has given up three hits and a run. They all came in that third inning. Indians against Jesse Jefferson have had just one hit. The ground ball sharply hits the right side in the center field of base hit. Well, you know he hit it hard because they had Blanks, Thornton, and Kuiper all on the right side. And both Blanks and Kuiper were about 15 feet into what would be the outfield. And either one of them could get to it as it drove in between them. The Mayberry gets it. It's the fourth for Toronto. Here's Tommy Hutton. Tommy popped up to the third baseman his only time up. Left-hand batter did not play in the first game. Outfield is playing him straight away. Right Raven checks the runners, throws, fastball is a bit outside. Ball one. Right Raven looking in, he thought he might have had a strike. Dave McKay is on deck. The pitch. Slider over the outside. Corn hits the strike. One on one. On deck. Okay, he's got three of those lead donuts up on the barrel of the bat. One ball and a strike. Down too low. Two balls and a strike. Two one strike. Tommy Hutton, slightly closed stance. He's pretty well spread out. Mayberry at first, Thornton not holding against him. There he goes. Pitch a pitch out. Throw to second base, and they have him. 
tag applied by Larvell Blank. And on the pitch, the batter, Hutton, threw the bat at the ball. It was a pitch out, and he had no way to reach the ball, so he just flipped the bat at it, and that'll be a strike. 2-6 on the court stealing. Two men down in the fourth inning. And Tommy Hutton with a count of two balls, two strikes. And he had to hit the run on, and the Indians figured that one out perfectly. Curveball breaks inside, three and two. The Indians guessed right on that, but it's an educated guess because what they do, they really try to pick up the opposing team's signs, and sometimes they get them. Fastball missed outside, ball four. Hutton takes the walk. Tuman out. First walk in the game allowed by Freisleben. And here's the second baseman, Dave McKay. Don't forget, a week from today is Bat Day at the stadium. Very fine little league. Adirondack bats will be given away to all Indian youngsters, Indian fans. 14 under coming into the stadium that day, with the exception of those that come through the bleachers. Final ball cuts the left out of play. Sunday's bat day game time, 2.05. Red Sox currently leading Milwaukee by seven games in the Eastern Division. Milwaukee in second place. New York and Baltimore follow. One strike pitch, a pitch out, and they have him trapped between second and first and second throw, and he is out. The funny thing about that, he was not going on the pitch. It was a delayed steal. And Hutton took about three steps and stopped about, oh, I'd say 15 feet off the bag at first, then he decided, I'll go anyway. And Gary Alexander fired down to second base, and they apply the tag. Marvell Blank tags him out. And so Gary Alexander nails two base runners in the fourth inning. Blue Jays, no runs. On a hit, no errors, and nobody left. And the four score. Toronto one, Cleveland nothing. Get around. Like my sign says, it's Trader John's Traveling Emporium, the general store on wheels. Trader John's wagon has everything and the best of everything. Just smell this soap, little lady. <laughs> and for you, sir, hand tools, handguns, and the finest fresh chewing tobacco. That'll be mail pouch chewing tobacco, too. The story of a great American tradition, mail pouch chewing tobacco. Mail pouch was America's first brand of leaf tobacco, and it's been pleasing men ever since. That's because mail pouch has its own special one-of-a-kind flavor that comes from over 90 years' experience in giving tobacco chewers what they want. A clean, fresh taste that's not too strong, but isn't too sweet either. A flavor that really lasts and satisfies a man all day long. So if you haven't tried mail pouch lately, chew a few packs and taste the mail pouch difference. You'll see why it's become a tradition to chew mail pouch and treat yourself to the best. Indians and the Blue Jays, second game of the doubleheader. The Indians took the first one two to nothing behind Rick Waite with the last out help from Jim Kern. And in this one, Indians trail one to nothing. First four innings total for the Blue Jays, a run on four hits. They have played errorless ball. They've left two men on base. The Indians no runs on one hit, and they've left two and have played errorless ball. 
Bernie Carvel, Buddy Bell, and Dwayne Kuyper coming along against Jesse Jefferson. He picks up that sack of rosin, gives it a little working over, drops it down. Carbo walked his only time up. 271 batting average, left-hand batter. Big slow curve, stays high, ball one. Jefferson goes to the windup. Fastball is outside and high, 2-0. Drive to left center field. That's going to go for base hit. Over to cut it off. His up show. It gets by him all the way to the wall. In the second base goes Bernie Carlo, his second double of the afternoon. He had one in the first game. Well, the up show tried to cut the ball off, and it took a bounce right by him. So the Indians with a runner at second. Nobody out in the fifth inning. Their second hit of the game. And the batter, Buddy Bell. Buddy wrapped the ground. I beg your pardon. It is Buddy. Buddy wrapped the ground ball to the third baseman. First time up in the first game, Buddy had a base hit in four times. Buddy playing his first games in a week. He has not played since last Sunday. He's had some spasms in his back. Jefferson throws. The curve is high and inside of all. Jesse Jefferson. Gives a look to the run at second. Fastball inside, 2-0. Indians trail 1-0, but they are threatening. Jefferson checks and throws. Inside, way inside, 3-0. Dwayne Kipe is on deck. He had a base hit his first time up. Three balls, no strikes. Jefferson backs off. Good crowd on hand here in Toronto this afternoon. The Blue Jays have drawn very well. Fastball right through the middle. You cannot expect any better weather than we've had this weekend. And wherever you are, we hope it's been a pleasant weekend. If you're traveling, drive carefully. The pitch. Inside corner strike, three and two. Cincinnati Reds have looked at the Dodgers in the fifth inning. The Dodgers scored three times. They take the lead, five to three over Cincinnati. They had a rain delay of what, you an hour and something? 56 minutes. 56 minutes. Line drive, center field, coming on. Bassetti reaches out, he makes the catch. That young man has made a couple of really good catches today. That time he went to his knees and grabbed it. Thinking line drive in center field, caught by Bassetti, holding a second as Carbo. And now it's Dwayne Kuyper. Kuyper had a base hit the left field his first time up. Dwayne's batting average up to 262. The second baseman, number 18, Dwayne Kuyper. Kuyper's now hit safely in 15 of his last 17 games. Bert Campanaris just was ejected at... California for fighting with Ken Brett in the second inning. Looping foul back out of play.
suspicion there is that Mr. Brett came a little close to Bert. Strike one. The pitch. Curve too low. Ball one a strike. We probably should have come a little closer to Richie Zisk because Zisk just hit his 13th home run. Mm -hmm. One ball, one strike. Maybe that's when he came close to Campanaris after the home run. <laughs> right. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. Up too high. Two balls and a strike. Jesse Jefferson and the Blue Jays leading one to nothing. One out in the fifth inning. The Indians with a runner at second. Two one to Kuiper. Ground ball foul third base side. That one skipped right over the top of the dugout. In fact, it wasn't a ground ball. That thing was a line drive. Hit the top of the dugout. Skipped back in the seats. Well, I would hate to be in front of that one. Well, a young lady was, and she has been hurt. Two balls, two strikes. Bernie Cabo on at second. He doubles. Buddy Bell lined to center. Now it's up to Twain Kuyper. Marvell blanks on deck. Jefferson throws up high with a fastball. It's three and two. Apparently the young lady that was hit is okay. Three balls, two strikes. Ground ball, third base side foul. Takes a skip and goes off the front of the dugout. Count remains. Ball three, strike two. Jesse Jefferson back to that rosin bag. Gives it a going over. Jefferson, and looking at his record this year, he has made 14 previous starts and hurled five complete games. He leads the Blue Jays in the complete game department. 3-2 pitch. Line drive, left field. Coming on is up short. Reaches down, dives, and gets the ball. Throw to second base, and they're going to double him up. Willie Upshaw, who is not exactly the classic style outfielder, just made a whale of a play, a diving grab right up the top of the artificial turf. Carbo was the third baseman, had no chance to get back. So a line drive to left, and they double on Carbo 7-4. Indies in the fifth inning. Hit the ball hard enough to get a run, but they don't. No run. One hit, no errors, and nobody left. Middle of five, the score. The Cleveland Indians, nothing. The Toronto Blue Jays won. This is Dave Smith, the President's Board. On Broad Street, we're halfway between Columbus and Newark. We sell new Ford. We will save you money. In fact, we have a little statement we make. If you can't save you money on a new Ford, I'll buy you two state dinners. And we don't buy very many state dinners. So come on over and see us. We've got a fine selection right now. New and used cars, over 200 new cars, almost 100 used cars. So if you want a new Ford or a used car, come see us on Broad Street. Jamal Wilkes of the Los Angeles Lakers talks about what it would mean to be a father. I think that would be a lot of fun. 
Once a child is here, it's your child. There's no good around that. I would just say be very careful about what you do and who you do it with. Parenthood is not a game. Don't play around with it. Unless it's the U.S. Public Health Service. Wind up, 
Ground ball sharply toward the second baseman, Kuiper. Picks it up, throws, and gets up. Two up, two down, fifth inning. And now Tim Johnson will wrap the base hit to center field his first time up. McKay running on the pitch, legged it around the third. And then he scored and Bassetti's hit the left. Jimmy Johnson. He originally started in the Los Angeles Dodgers organization. Serve and it drops below the strike zone. Ball one. Yankees won the first game of their doubleheader, three to two. Came up with two runs to tie it late in the game, then won it. And uh, running the eighth inning. Gidry is now 13 and 0. Inside and high. Two balls, no strikes. Johnson left hand batter. Yankees lead their second game 3 to 1 at the end of two and a half. Bouncy ball right side. Thornton comes on, grabs, runs to the bag, gets there. One, two, three. They go in the fifth inning. Nothing across. And Dave Freisleben has pitched very, very well. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. In the five innings in the second game, it's the Toronto Blue Jays one, the Cleveland Indians nothing. You know, listening to Major League Baseball on 3WJ is a great way to follow the national pastime. But to really appreciate the game and the players' talents, at least once in a while, you should see a game in person. And those of us at 3WJ would like you to see the exciting Cleveland Indians on us during our Tribe Ticket Giveaway. All you have to do is send us your name, address, and phone number. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the noon news, we'll draw a name to win two tickets to an Indians home game of your choice. If your name is drawn, your tickets put into the mail that same day. We won't stick you out in the left field bleachers, but in box seats, and we'll be right next to the action. To enter, send your name, address, and phone number on a postcard or letter to Tribe Tickets, 3WJ, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. Again, that's Tribe Tickets, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. To win two box seat tickets to a Cleveland Indians baseball game of your choice. Entries are limited to one per week, so enter today and let 3WJ take you out to the ball game. We go now into the sixth inning. The Indians have some work to do. They trail one nothing. They will have the ninth man in the batting order, Lavelle Blanks, in the top of the order. Jim Norris and Rick Manning to face Jesse Jefferson. Jefferson has been stingy in the hit department. Indians have had only two hits off them. A single by Kuiper in the third, and a double by Cabo last inning, the fifth. Ravel tried to sacrifice his first time up and was successful. So officially, he has not been to the plate. A fastball missed outside and all ball one. Wind up. Right-handed throws, foul off to the right, sailing deep into the seats well back of the Indian dugout. One ball and a strike. Jefferson delivers. Long drive, left center field, pretty well hit, chasing back up, Shaw at the wall, it's gone, a home run. Lawdell Blanks, it's his first home run of the year, and the Indians have tied this game in the sixth at one. Marvell Blanks getting number one, his 13th RBI. 
And we have a brand new game, one to one, sixth inning. Here's Jim Norris. He's 0 for 2 in the game. The right fielder, number 27. Wide the center, called on a strike. Jim Norris batting at 258. Jesse Jefferson winds it up. Fastball buzzed over but out but high. One ball, no strike. Jefferson thought he might have had a strike. That home run off Jesse Jefferson, the 17th that he's allowed. That's ball two outside and high. Jefferson leads the staff of the Blue Jays in surrounding home runs at 17. 79th home run they've allowed. High pop foul at a play. Strike one. Make it 80 home runs because Indians had one in the first, Gary Alexander. One in the first game. Mike Vale is down with a home run for the Cubs with two men on, you say? What's that make the score? Phillies lead the Cubs 6-3. to three. That game in the seventh inning now. Two balls and a strike. Line drive, left field. Willie Upshaw going back at the warning pad. He reaches up and he grabs it. That's Jim Norris bidding for a base hit or extra base hit. That bid thwarted by the glove of Willie Upshaw. Willie Upshaw does not look like a fellow when he goes after the ball that is entirely sure exactly which way he's going to run or where that ball is going, but he gets the job done. Here's Rick Manning. He's 0 for 2. Upshaw made a diving, sliding catch last inning. Turned it into a double play. Change up, bounce to the first base side, foul over near Rocky Calavito in the coaching box. Rocky bends down, picks it up. Strike one. One to one the score of this game. The Indians with three hits and the Blue Jays with four. Sixth inning, Indians took the opening game two nothing. Line drive, right field, coming on is Hutton. He reaches out and grabs it. It's tapping the ball right on the nose in this inning. One home run and two line drives. Two minutes down, and here's Johnny Grubb. Foul out to the catcher, ground out to the second baseman for John. Time call, Johnny not quite set in the batter's box, and he has the time to get it. Curveball hit high in the air, shallow center field. Out goes the shortstop. Johnson. On comes Willie Upshaw and on comes Facetti. Upshaw takes it. In the inning, one run for the Indians on Lavelle Blank's first home run of the year. One hit and the is done left. Middle of six, second game of the doubleheader. Blue Jays one, Indians one. Get into the swing of things at Broadview Golf Course at routes 310 and 16 in Potascola. Ten minutes east of I-270 on Broad Street. Broadview is a beautiful nine-hole, 35-par course that's open to the public. You'll be pleased when you see the watered fairways and pleasant surroundings. No tea times are required, and club and electric cart rental is available. You'll find fine food and beverages in the clubhouse, and the pro shop carries anything the golfer wants or needs at special discount prices. Broadview Golf Course at Route 310 and 16 in Potascala, a challenging nine-hole golf course. Only the rich can afford to buy elsewhere. That's a little slogan that I've made up. This is Dave Smith of Dave Smith Ford. And that is right. Only the rich can afford to buy elsewhere because we will save you money on a new Ford 
car or truck, we have a very fine selection of used cars also at this time. You need more used cars, so if you do have a used car or especially a used truck you want to trade, bring it on over to us because we do need them. Old Smith Ford, pathway between Columbus and Newark. Let's have the sixth inning for the Blue Jays. We will see the top of the batting order, Rick Bassetti, Willie Upshaw, and then third baseman Roy Howell. The Indians and the Blue Jays are tied at one. Rick Bassetti has flied to right. He has singled. That came in the third inning and drove in the only Blue Jay run of the game. The only Blue Jay run of the day. Indians won the open at 2 to nothing. Tomorrow night, birds in town, or the other birds, I should think, are the Blue Jays. Also in the league now, the Baltimore Orioles fly into town. They take on the Indians. Tomorrow night, 7.35 at the stadium. Ball one outside. Rise Lehman throws, foul ball down the right side out of play. One ball and a strike. We'll give you a rundown on the scoreboard here in a moment. Strike one, ball one. Dave Freislaven winds, he delivers. Curveball slips it below the strike zone. American League, Yankees beat the Tigers in the first game, three to two. Yankees lead the second game, three to one. They've played two and a half. Indians can win this one, Tigers lose. Indians can move up a notch, right? They could. They'd be tied each of the seven and forty. Right. Next pitch is inside and low. Three balls and a strike. Friesleben winds and he throws. High pop, third base side out of play. Full count three and two. Boston and Baltimore were postponed by rain. Kansas City playing at Oakland, bottom half of the seventh inning. Oakland leads one to nothing. That's the first of a doubleheader. Texas leading California two to nothing. They've gone into the bottom half of the third at Anaheim. 3-2 pitch. Bouncy ball past the mound. Here's second base. Is Blank picks it up, throws, and gets him at first. Good play. Good play by Lavelle. He had a tough chance because seeing Kuiper crossing behind second base, and it appears the ball might have even hit second base as it went by. Lavelle Blank throws out Rick Bassetti on a bang-bang play. 6-3 on the out of first. Here's Willie Upshaw. And in the bullpen, Sid Marjorie throwing for the Indians. Dave Friesleben has not pitched that much. And so from here on out, I would think, Jeff Sawborg will watch him very, very closely for signs of his tiring. He has pitched really well, giving up one run on four hits, a run on three of hits in one inning. A curveball, two low, ball one. Willie looked like he might bunt at it, didn't offer Milwaukee playing in Seattle. Milwaukee won, Seattle nothing. That's at the end of two. Wind up and the pitch. Down too low, 2 0. National League, the Phillies lead the Chicago Cubs six, at least six to three. Cubs are still batting high. Foul drifting off to the left. We know that Dale hit a home run in the seventh inning with two on. But they never did send us what the Phillies had done in the seventh. So the Phillies have six, and we know that the Cubs have three. Two-one pitch. Just a bit low over the outside corner. Three and one. 
first game, the Cardinals beat the Expos five to nothing. Down low ball four. Well, the upshot draws the walk. That is the second walk, and here comes the walk by the manager. Jet Torborg walking for the mound. The second walk off prize label. He hasn't struck anybody out. He's given up just four hits. And Jeff walking very slowly. Mindsy throwing in the bullpen for the tribe. Left-hand batter. Howell is ready in the bullpen. They're waving to the bullpen. So Howell, the left-hand batter, will look at a left-handed Sid Mindsy who comes chugging in from the bullpen. And for Dave Freislevin, he has pitched very, very well here this afternoon. Five and a third inning. He has given up just one run on four hits. He walked two, struck nobody out. And Sid Mindsy comes in. We'll be back to tell you about Sid after we have this timeout. engine room. I take in gangway, single up all lines. Take in gangway, single up all lines. Slow stern. Slow stern, Captain. I take over, mate. Let's get on down with it. Hi, Captain. I'd like to try some of my mail pouch tobacco, Cap. Came aboard with a mail at Wheeling. I don't mind if I do. The story of a great American tradition. Mail pouch chewing tobacco. Mail pouch was America's first brand of leaf tobacco. And it's been pleasing you ever since. That's because mail pouch has its own special one-of-a-kind flavor that comes from over 90 years' experience in giving tobacco chewers what they want. A clean, fresh taste that's not too strong, that isn't too sweet either. A flavor that really lasts and satisfies a man all day long. So if you haven't tried mail pouch lately, chew a few packs and taste the mail pouch difference. You'll see why it's become a tradition to chew mail pouch and treat yourself to the best. Left-hander Sid Mangi coming into the ball game. This is his 18th appearance of the year. That includes a couple of starts. He has won two, lost one with three saves. He took a pounding yesterday after a series of excellent relief appearances. And his earned run average is now 3.10. And he'll face Roy Howell. He's 0 for 2 in the game. Runner at first. One man down, six fitting. Game is tied at one. Mangi out of the set position. Upshaw leads at first to pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. Jeff Torborg after the game yesterday told Sid that can't be perfect every day and see what happened yesterday off and just go back to pitching the way nice and relaxed. Strike one. Swing and a miss, strike two. Good fastball at the letters. deck is Rico Cardi. One to one to score this game. We are in inning number six. Indians took the open at two to nothing. Curveball line to left field. Coming over his grub. Can't get to it. It's a fair ball inside the line. Rolling down the corner. Around third. Coming around the score's up. So here's the goal. It'll not be in time. And he's going to face it another foul. A two-strike curveball. And now links it to left field. The opposite field just inside the line. Gets a double, and the Blue Jays get the go-ahead run. Two to one, Blue Jays lead it. That run is charged Dave Freislevin, so statistically he is out of the game. Freislevin charged with two runs on four hits, walk two. Jeff Torborg is coming out to argue. I know what he's arguing about, even though I could not 
see the play because down that left field corner, the fans come out and we can lose sight of it. But the bullpen benches are down there, and I have a feeling that when Grubb went into the corner, the ball was down around that bench somewhere because they saw several of the relief pitch in the bullpen jump up and get out of the way. I think what Jeff is saying that it should be a ground rule double and that the runner should be sent back to third. Umpire thinking it was on the third base side is conferred with Jeff. And I think it's going to stand as just a double with the run scoring. Well, the Blue Jays go on top. Two to one. Here's Rico Cardi. One man out. At second base, Roy Howell. Let's give Howell some credit. Two strikes on him and a curveball breaking down and away. He had been up a little bit high, but wasn't a bad curveball. And he ripped it to left field. They're going to put Cardi on. They're going to walk Cardi and face the left hand batting John Mayberry. First walk, charge to Manji. And this one, of course, uh, the intentional variety. Mayberry comes to home plate. And in the bullpen, Indians have Dan Spiller up and throwing. John Mayberry. Runners at first and at second. Sixth inning. Blue Jays lead it two to one. Two men on, one man out. Gary Alexander stands up behind home plate. Shouts something out to his infield. Manji in the set position backs off. Stillner throwing in the bullpen. Side on pitches, bounce to the first baseman. Over to the second one out. Shortstop throws back to first and a double play. Manji gets off the mound and takes the throw at first. Good play all the way around. Three, six, one on the double play. And in the inning, a run for the Blue Jays. Could have been a lot worse on one base hit. No errors. And one man left. At the end of six, the score. The Cleveland Indians won, the trial Blue Jays two. A continuation at the beginning of side three, cassette number two. Stop there. Is he even against their 
Jefferson flips to the second baseman McKay. The sacrifice shoves Alexander to second base with one out. One to four on the put out on the sacrifice. Pitcher to the second baseman covering. And it will now bring to bat Bernie Carbo. Carbo has walked and doubled in this game. He had a double in the first game as well. Left-hand batter against the right-hander, Jesse Jefferson. Looking for the sign, the stretch by Jefferson, and the pitch to Bernie is a fastball, low and outside, ball one. Indians won the first game, two to nothing. Toronto leads the nightcap, seventh inning, by a score of two to one. 
pitch. Bernie takes the curveball outside. Ball two. Thompson is homered for Texas, and they are rolling at California now in the fourth inning. Three to nothing. Stretch by Jefferson. The pitch, fastball high, 3 0. Jesse Jefferson started out like he was going to really do a number today, but for the last couple of India innings, the Indians have been banging on him a little bit. Pitch to Bernie, a strike at the knees with a fastball, 3 and 1 the count. Alexander at second base and one out. Murphy and Willis heating in the bullpen for the Blue Jays. Buddy Bell on deck. Jefferson takes the long look and Bernie Carbo steps back. Time call. Mayberry at first, McKay at second, Johnson at short, Howell at third, and outfield of Upshaw, Bossetti, and Hutton left to right. ASB catching and Jefferson with a 3-1 to Carbo fouled out of play to the left. Full count of three and two. Jonasi coaching a third, Rocky on the first base side. Fries Laban went the first five and a third and certainly pitched very credibly this afternoon. Gave up two runs, earned four hits. Alexander leading at second base. The stretch of the three-two pitch to Carbo and Bernie takes high ball four. Carbo walks for the second time. That is the second walk by Jefferson. He's fanned three. Buddy Bell has bounced to third, lined to center field, and Bassetti robbed him on a sliding catch in center field. And then Willie Upshaw played Can You Top This and made a great catch in left and turned it into a double play to end a potential inning in the fifth. Stretch by Jefferson, pitch to Buddy. Bell wraps it up the middle, twisting grounder at the bag. Step on second, through the first double play. Johnson stepped on the bag at second as he got the ball and threw out Bell, and it's no run to hit a walk and a man left. The end of six and one half innings. Corrado two, Cleveland one. You know, listening to Major League Baseball on 3WJ is a great way to follow the national pastime. But to really appreciate the game and the players' talents, at least once in a while, you should see a game in person. And those of us at 3WJ would like you to see the exciting Cleveland Indians on us during our Tribe Ticket Giveaway. All you have to do is send us your name, address, and phone number. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the noon news, we'll draw a name to win two tickets to an Indians home game of your choice. If your name is drawn, your ticket's put into the mail that same day. And we won't stick you out in the left field bleachers, but in box seats, so you'll be right next to the action. To enter, send your name, address, and phone number on a postcard or letter to Tribe Tickets. 3WJ, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. Again, that's Tribe Tickets, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. To win two box seat tickets to a Cleveland Indians baseball game of your choice. Entries are limited to one per week, so enter today and let 3WJ take you out to the ball game. Coming on in the home half of the seventh inning, he replaced Freisleben in the sixth. And Bob Baylor is going to bat for Tommy Hutton in the seventh inning with the left-hand relief pitcher aboard. Roy Hartsfield elects to go to the right-hand hitter. 
Well, Baylor will be batting. Hutton popped to third and walked in two trips. First pitch is fouled right back to the screen. Strike one. Baylor is hitting 255. He has one home run for the year. And Bob has driven in 26 runs. Lined up in the pitch, moves up to butt the ball, and it was high. Wall one, strike one. Baylor in the first game went one for four. He is five for 13 in the series. Kick of the pitch, curveball, beauty. Steer right to one ball, two strikes. Baylor has scored two runs in this weekend series with the Blue Jays. Wind up by Manji and the pitch to Baylor, low and inside, off the glove of Alexander. The count is even at two balls, two strikes. Following Baylor, we'll see McKay and Ashby. Now, an examination of the baseball by Dave Phillips. He flips it out of play and gives another one to Sid Manji. Kick on the pitch. Baylor hits a high fly ball foul first base side. Thornton back toward the tarp and makes the catch in foul ground. Baylor fouls out to the first baseman. One away in the seventh inning. McKay will come to bat and swing around to the right side against the left-hander Manji after batting from the left side against Dave Friesleben. Toronto leads 2-1. to one. Indians run coming in the sixth inning on Laravel Blank's first home run of the year. Lined up in the pitch. High ball one. Blue Jays two runs, five hits. And the Indians one run on four base hits. Foul ball back over the screen and the count evens at one and one. Martin at first, Kuiper at second, Blanks at short, Bell at third, pitch to McKay, fly ball, left center field, Johnny Grubb coming on, dive, can't get it, ball under the glove, picked up by Manning and McKay at second base with a double. John appeared to have a lot of trouble picking that ball up out of the crowd. Yes, he did. And then he made a last second lunge for the ball and couldn't quite get there. It's a base hit, a double. is the second hit off Manji. Both of them have been doubled. McKay is now two for three in this game. Al Ashby is fouled to the catcher trying to bunt and bounce to the second baseman. Al swings around to the right side against the left-hander Manji. Two to one, Toronto in the seventh. The pitch. Fastball inside, ball one. taking the long look to Alexander for the side. The throw and the ball's wrapped down the third baseline foul by Buddy Bell into the bullpen and the count is even at one and one. McKay at second base and one out. Here's the stretch. Manji's 1-1 pitch to Ashby, low and inside, and that caught the umpire. Two balls and a strike. Ball bounced up and nailed him. 
Dan Spilner in the bullpen. A pitch. Hit hard, foul down the third baseline and the bounce again by Buddy Bell. Two balls, two strikes. Otto Velez has come out of the dugout. Tim Johnson has gone back in, so Velez will be batting for Timmy Johnson. Seventh inning. Here's the paid attendance being announced. Pretty good crowd. Pitch. Low. 28,305 for the paid attendance. McKay leads at second. 3-2 count on Ashby. Stretch by Manji. Looks back, throws out there, and Kuiper grabs the throw, jumping in front of the bag, and the count is still 3-2. and two. Still leading Detroit three to two at the end of five innings of play. There's a swing and a shot foul into the third base dugout. Manji the stretch again. Checks the runner, 3-2 pitch, Ashby takes high, ball four. The second walk given up by Sid, this one on the intentional, the first one was on purpose. Alexander out to talk to Manji in front of the mound. And here's Otto Velez. Here's Jeff Torborg. Velez with... Setti chatting in the on-deck circle. Jeff Torborg just now coming across the foul line, and he waves to the bullpen. So Sid Manji will be out of here in the seventh inning of play, having pitched one inning. Given up two hits thus far, two walks. Did not strike out anybody, and Dan Spilner will be on, and we'll tell you more about Dan after we take this time out. We're everywhere. I've got one in my office, I've got two in the garage at home, and yesterday I even found one in the men's restroom. This is Dave Smith, and I'm talking about the selection of new Fords at Dave Smith Ford, 10 minutes east of Columbus on Broad Street. We have a fine selection, and I'll save you money on a new Ford or buy you two steak dinners for your trouble. Come out where we offer on-the-spot financing, and it's fun to buy a car. That's Dave Smith Ford on Broad Street, halfway between Columbus and Newark. 3WJ presents the Columbus Jackpot Program. Over $500 in gift certificates for you. A number of people are being called by telephone to receive this fantastic offer. You may be called today. $500 in gift certificates for only $24.95. If you can't wait for that call, phone 868-8595. That's 868-8595. The Columbus Jackpot. coming on. Spilner, former member of the San Diego Padres, will be facing Otto Velez here in inning number seven. Runners at first and at second, one man down, and 
Indians trail two to one. Filner making his ninth appearance. He's won a game he's not lost. He's also had a save. And his earned run average, 1.74. Ten in the third inning. Walked four, struck out nine, and is allowed six hits. Fellas will bat for Johnson. And now Alexander's going to go out to the mound and check signals with Dan Spilner. Fellas pinch hitting here in the seventh inning of play. the first game of today's doubleheader and went one for two. He walked a couple of times. He is four for seven in the series with two runs batted in. Spillner working from the stretch. Velez hitting at 289. Stretch and pitch. Velez takes high ball one. Otto with three homers and 19 runs batted in. at second and Ashby at first one out of the seventh inning two to one Toronto leads stretch of the pitch by Spilner Velez it's a high drive to left field Johnny Grubb going back at the wall reached up couldn't get it ball bang dropped the wall over Manning's head one run scores Ashby to third they hold it there and it's a three to one ball game on a double to the wall they left by Velez Otto Velez did not miss the home run by very much Getting his 20th run batted in as McKay scores from second. Three to one ball game. The run is charged to Sid Manji. Rick Posetti, the batter. at third, Velez at second, and Alexander will go to the mound again to talk to Dan Spilner. And the Wood is up in the bullpen for the Indians. Wood started yesterday's ball game. Call to the bullpen, from the bullpen, that uh, Hood is ready. Bossetti has won for three this afternoon. His single in the third inning drove in a run. Time gave Toronto a one-to-nothing lead against Friesleben. The pitch wrapped to the mound. Filner lost it, recovers, and then throws out Bassetti in the runner's hole. Two outs. Filner threw the glove up in the air and hit the glove and went straight up out of the glove over his head. Good control of you. Took it easy, waited for the ball to come down, checked the runner at third, then nailed him at first. Upshaw, left-hand batter. Two out and two on. Stretch of the pitch, and Upshaw takes a strike of the inside corner. Strike one. Dorado has climbed on top, three to one. Stretch by Spilner, checks the runner at third. Upshaw checks his swing on a high hard one and the count is even at one and one. Indians won the opener two to nothing on the combined pitching efforts of Rick Waits and Jim Kern. Stretch by Spilner, the pitch. Upshaw fouls it back over the screen into the seats and the count is one and two. 
Roy Howell on deck. Howell doubled home around on the sixth inning. Stretch by the right-hander Spilner. One-two pitch, Upshaw wraps it to the mound, knocked down by Spilner, rolls towards first, he picks it up, scoops it over to Thornton, and the side is retired. Seventh inning, one more run, two more hits and a walk, and two men left on for Toronto. At the end of seven innings of play, the score at Toronto, Blue Jays three, Indians one. Jefferson. We have a final score now from Cincinnati. Dodgers got one run in the ninth, but it wasn't enough. And Cincinnati, with that four-run rally in the seventh inning, beat them seven to six. George Foster's home run with two men on proved to be the big blow in that ball game. Winning pitcher was uh, Doug Bear, and Rao took the loss. sat in the rain for just about an hour in that game. But nobody got lonely. They had 46,067 there today. Well, here's Dwayne Kuyper. Dwayne in this game is single to left and line to left. Upshaw made a super catch diving and then doubled up Carbo off second base after the grab. Lined up with a pitch. Kuiper takes a fastball, strike one. Tomorrow night, the Indians will be home to take on the Baltimore Orioles. Pitch to Dwayne, strike two at the knees. Pretty good curveball by Jefferson. His curveball has gotten better all of a sudden. Jefferson looking in to get the sign. Winds and throws, low. One ball, two strikes. Taylor stays in the ball game and is playing in right field. And Louis Gomez has come on to play shortstop. He's number nine in the order. Curveball high. Two balls, two strikes to Kuiper. Larvell blanks on deck. Tom Murphy and Bob Willis again in the bullpen for the Blue Jays in the eighth. 
Wind up of the pitch. Kuiper wraps the bouncing ball back to Gomez. The shortstop throws the first one out of the eight. And this brings up Larvel Blanks. Larvel has sacrificed and homered his first home run of the year. It came in the sixth inning of play and at the time tied the ball game. It did not stay tied very long, however. First pitch to Larvel, a ball, ball one. Jesse Jefferson wheels and deals again, and Blanks drills a foul back on the screen. One ball, one strike. Jefferson ready again, delivers. Blanks takes high, ball two. Wind up the pitch. High and inside, and the count is three and one. We're getting a station break to you here just as soon as we can. Pirates and the Mets were rained out today. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Larvell pops a foul over the first base dugout. This one will be out of play. Three balls, two strikes. One game in each league has been washed out. Jefferson to the rising sack. Gives it a little squeeze, drops it down. Larvell waiting with a 3-2 count. Pitch to Larvell. Low ball four. Blanks walks with one out of the eighth. Third walk given up by Jefferson to go with three strikeouts and will pause for station identification. This is the Cleveland Indians baseball network. This is 3WJ, Central Ohio's home of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Browns, and Indians. WWWJ, Johnstown. Jim Norris at bat. Pitch to Jimmy, bounced up the middle. Gomez steps on second, throws to first, another double play. Three of them in this game. And the last two have been of that variety where a bouncing ball has gone right at the bag in second. The shortstop has picked it off and turned it into a quick twin killing. Top of the eighth, no runs, no hits, a walk, and nobody left. The end of seven and one-half innings, Toronto three, Cleveland one. Here's some great news for people who like to know they've made a smart buy. At Spencer Dodge in Columbus, we've got the stylish 1978 Dodge Diplomat for just $47.95. That's right, a luxurious Diplomat, not six or seven thousand dollars, just $47.95. Diplomatically speaking, that's a smart buy. This time, instead of Chevy or Ford, pick out a mind changer. The new favorite, Diplomat, for just $47.95. See you soon at Spencer Dodge, a Columbus tradition at 5100. East Main Street. It's definitely different. It's definitely exciting. It's the kind of club you wish you'd known about sooner. Marco Bubble, the super disco for people over 21, with a finest selection of current music and a sound system unconditionally guaranteed to shake your senses and your soul. Every Wednesday night is ladies' night, and happy hour lasts all day. Marco Polo, 1605 West 5th Avenue in Columbus, across from North Star. 
Indians in the last half of the eighth inning will attempt to keep the Blue Jays off the scoreboard. They'll have one more shot at Jefferson in the ninth inning of play. Roy Howell, third baseman, bounced to the first baseman in the first inning, slide to left field in the third. His double off Ponji drove in the Toronto second run in the sixth inning of play and gave them a two-to-one lead. They now lead three-to-one. And we're in the home half of the eighth inning. Dan Spillner in relief. Here's the pitch. Fastball low and inside. Ball one. Howell is two for 12 in the series. At the moment, hitting 291. Lined up in Spillner's pitch. Curveball low. Ball two. Two and oh. Thornton at first. Kuiper at second. Blanks at short. Bell at third. Grubb in left. Manning in center. Norris in right. Alexander catching. Spillner pitching. Fastball outside. Three and oh. Friesleben started, went five and a third, gave up four hits and two runs. Manji pitched an inning, was touched for a run. There's a strike of the knees from Spillner to Howell. Three and one the count. Jefferson's gone all the way for the Blue Jays. Three-one pitch. Swing and a miss for the fastball by him, and the count is three and two. The Yankees three to two over the Tigers, with the Yankees batting in the seventh inning of their second game. Three-two pitch. High and inside, ball four, Howell walks. That is the first walk by Spillner and a total of five by Indian pitching. They have not struck out anyone in this second game. Rico Cardi bounced to second, bounced to short, was intentionally walked and then doubled up in the sixth inning. Cardi hitting 287. Rico in the series, two for 11 with four runs batted in. John Mayberry on deck. The stretch by Spillner, the pitch to Rico. He takes the fastball, strike one. The Indians scheduled to arrive at Cleveland Hopkins at 9.50 tonight. Pitch to Rico, swing and a miss. Strike two. They'll be coming back by a charter, and the charter flight will not be able to leave Toronto until 9 o'clock tonight. 9.50 should put them uh, on the ground at Hopkins. The stretch by Spillner, 0-2 pitch to Rico, swing and a miss, struck him out. O'Carty fans, that is the first strikeout by Indian pitching in the game, and there's one out and one on in the eighth. John Mayberry has slide to center, singled up the middle, and banged into a 3-6-1 double play to end the sixth inning of play. Blue Jays, three runs on seven hits. The Indians, one run on four. Kansas City just hit Oakland with four runs in the eighth inning to take a 4-1 lead. But Page has come back with a home run for the A's, so it's 4-2, and the A's are still batting. Pitch is low to big John Mayberry. Ball one, a curve. Mayberry pinch hit on the ninth inning of the first game. Fly to left fielder John Grubb to end it. Give Kern a save and waits his sixth win. Stretch of the pitch. Mayberry lays off another breaking ball. This one is low and the count is 2-0. Dan Spillner. Howell at first base. 
One out, 2-0 pitch to Mayberry. Strike at the knees, fastball, 2-1. John not exactly sure of that call. He's looking at umpire Phillips, and he does not like it. Two and one the count. The stretch, the pitch. Mayberry takes strike two. Now he is really unhappy. Two balls, two strikes. He thought the previous pitch was low. He thought that one was obviously high. As he conducts a little conversation with Dave Phillips. And the count is even at 2-2. The stretch. The pitch. Mayberry chops a foul over toward the first base dugout. The ball girl picks that one off, and the count is still two balls, two strikes. Last of the eighth, Toronto leads 3-1. Indians won the first game 2-0. A stretch. 2-2 pitch. Bouncing ball, first base side. Thornton gets it on the short hop. Going to run over. Step on first to get Mayberry. Down to second base goes Howell with two outs. Bob Baylor will be the batter. Baylor fouled out to the first baseman in the seventh inning. And now Jeff Torborg is jogging out to the mound to talk with Spilner and Gary Alexander. Conversation is brief, and Jeff turns around and trots back into the dugout. Last half of the eighth inning, Toronto leading three to one. The right fielder, number one, Bob Baylor. Bob Baylor, that open right hand stance. Bob is five for 14 in the series. Stretch of the pitch. Baylor takes a strike of the knees, strike one. base coach Harry Warner calling for the runner at second Howell to take a larger lead. Pitch, fastball, low and outside. One ball, one strike. Now Kuiper, the second baseman for the Indians, starts to walk over toward the bag and cut down that margin between himself and the bag. And Howell appropriately cuts down his lead. One-one pitch. Foul ball out of play to the right back into the seat. One ball, two strikes. Two outs here in the last of the eighth inning. The stretch. The look back and the one-two pitch to Baylor. He lays off the curveball. The count is even at two balls, two strikes. The stretch. Spillner looks back to Howell, pitch to Baylor, jammed him with a fastball. Baylor started to stride into the pitch and had to bail out quickly. High and tight offering, full count of three and two. Spillner set again. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Bob Baylor. Bounces into home plate, bounces away from Alexander. Howell goes to third and Baylor is walked. Wild pitch. Gary Alexander had to run down that wild pitch all the way over to the Toronto on deck circle. So 
we have another walk for the Indian staff in this second game. A total of six, two of them by Spillner, and he has runners at first and third to contend with with two outs. And Dave McKay, the batter. McKay is back to swing and lefty against a right-hander, Spillner. McKay having a good second game. He's two for three. First two hits of the series. Batting average, 257. Stretch of the pitch. Takes a fastball inside. Almost clipped him. Ball one. for the eighth inning. Three to one, Toronto leads. Indians won the first game. Two to nothing. Pitch out, nobody going. The count is two and oh. The stretch, the pitch, fastball low again, ball three, three and oh. A bad one would load him up for Al Ashby. The Indians' bullpen is quiet, so it is Spillner's task to get out of this. 3-0 pitch. McKay takes a strike on the knees. 3-1 ball pops out of the glove of Alexander, about four feet to the right of home plate. He grabs it, and now he wants another glove. They have torn out the webbing in that one. So Alexander heads for the dugout to secure another catcher's mitt. And Spillner kicks at the dirt out on the mound. Last report, Phillies led the Cubs 6-3 to three in the eighth. Haven't heard anything about that for a while. Cardinals beat the Expos in the first game 5-4. to four. Montreal leads 2-1 to one in the third inning of the nightcap. Mets and the Pirates rained out. Giants 9-7, to seven, or make that Atlanta 9-7 to seven over the Giants. The Reds 7-6 to six over the Dodgers. Houston trailing San Diego 3-2 in the 8th, although Turner is now homered, so that'll make it at least 4-2 in the 8th inning. Yankees beat the Tigers in the American League 3-2 in the first game. Gidry's now 13-0. And it's Yankees 3-2 over the Tigers in the second game in the 7th. Minnesota lost to the White Sox 8-5 in the first game, but they lead the White Sox 6-2 in the nightcap. Boston and Baltimore rained out, and there are three more going out on the West Coast. We'll catch up with them when time permits. Stretch. And the 3-1 pitch runner going. The ball is hit way up in the air in right field. Jimmy Norris cruising over into right center, getting under the ball, makes the catch of the side, is retired. Eighth inning of play, no runs, no hits, two walks and two left. And we're going to the ninth. The Indians with their final shot at the Blue Jays in this series. The score, the Toronto Blue Jays three and the Cleveland Indians one. time you got here can't lay another foot in track till we unload your flat cars help yourself and there's a mail pouch for you back in the caboose oh that'll have my tobacco in it hank tell the men i got some real fine leaf tobacco for chewing came in the mail pouch the men who want to share line up at the caboose hey, you others get these barrels of spikes off the flat car the story of a great american tradition mail pouch chewing tobacco mail pouch was america's first brand of leaf tobacco and it's been pleasing men ever since that's because Mail Pouch has its own special one-of-a-kind flavor that comes from over 90 years' experience in giving tobacco chewers what they want. A clean, fresh taste that's not too strong, but isn't too sweet either. A flavor that really lasts and satisfies a man all day long. So if you haven't tried Mail Pouch lately, chew a few packs and taste the Mail Pouch difference. 
You'll see why it's become a tradition to chew mail pouch and treat yourself to the best. 9th inning at Jesse Jefferson. We'll look at Manning, Grubb, and Alexander. In the bullpen, the left-hander is Bob Willis, and the right-hander is Tom Murphy. Toronto leading 3-1. Those three West Coast games, Kansas City 4, Oakland 2, the A's are batting in the 8th. California just scored three times in the fifth inning to tie their game with Texas at 3-3. And Milwaukee 1-0 over Seattle in the fourth inning. And we'll update all of those games for you on the 10th inning show. And on the 10th inning show today, Herb will be chatting with a former teammate and fellow broadcaster, early win of the Toronto Blue Jays broadcast team. Alan Ashby's thrown out to second base, and here's Rick Manning. Manning has bounced to second, popped to third, and lined to the right fielder. The ninth inning, the Indians with one more shot at the Blue Jays. Dave Phillips going out toward the mound to look the baseball over and makes a little change with Jesse Jefferson. Powell comes inside the bag at third looking for the bunt. Manning is three for 15 in this series. This is his last shot to extend an eight-game hitting streak. Wind up of the pitch to Rick. He takes a strike. Knee high on the inside corner. Strike one. Next pitch. Manning wraps the bouncer back to McKay. Second baseman has it. Throws to first. Manning is out. And there's one down on the ninth inning. Jesse Jefferson has pitched a very strong ball game here this afternoon. Johnny Grubb is 0 for 3 today in the second game. And 0 for 8 in the series. And Johnny Grubb at bat on the ninth. First pitch to John is a fastball, low and inside, ball one. Wind up on the next pitch. Fastball again low, ball two. Look in for the sign, the pitch. John takes a strike, fastball knee high inside corner. Ninth inning, three to one Toronto. The pitch, Grubb wraps it again, right back to McKay. This time the second baseman guns to first successfully again and the count is two out, nobody on for the Indians in the ninth and Gary Alexander gets the last shot at Jefferson. Gary hit the home run that turned out to be the game winner in the opener, his 16th of the year. That was in four trips. And in this nightcap, he struck out twice and bounced to the first baseman. The pitch, Alexander takes a fastball high, ball one. Lord Perry goes the route again and wins his ninth. How about that? Six to two at Houston for the Padres. Pitch to Alexander. That's a beauty. Fastball straight to the count is even at one and one. Wind up by the right-hander. The one-one pitch, but time had been called as Alexander steps back. And the home plate umpire indicates timeout. 
wind up in the pitch. Alexander swings and misses. One ball, two strikes. One more of those, and it is all over. Jefferson looks in and gets the sign. Winds up and delivers. High and inside, leaning Alexander away. It's two balls, two strikes. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. And the game is over. Three up, three down on the ninth. The Blue Jays win the second game. Three to one, and we'll turn our wrap up after this timeout. You know, listening to Major League Baseball on 3WJ is a great way to follow the national pastime. But to really appreciate the game and the players' talents, at least once in a while, you should see a game in person. And most of us at 3WJ would like you to see the exciting Cleveland Indians on us during our Tribe Ticket Giveaway. All you have to do is send us your name, address, and phone number. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the noon news, we'll draw a name to win two tickets to an Indians home game of your choice. If your name is drawn, your ticket's put to the mail that same day. And we won't stick you out in the left field bleachers, but in box seats, so you'll be right next to the action. To enter, send your name, address, and phone number on a postcard or letter to Tribe Tickets. 3WJ, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. Again, that's Tribe Tickets, P.O. Box 373, Johnstown, Ohio, 43031. To win two box seat tickets to a Cleveland Indians baseball game of your choice. Entries are limited to one per week, so enter today and let 3WJ take you out to the ball game. Jesse Jefferson well 101 pitches was all jesse jefferson needed today goes the route for the sixth time he's now six and seven and in the nine innings that he worked he gave up the four hits the one earned run the home run by blanks he walked three and he fanned four including gary alexander three times his record is now six and seven. He's one and one this year against the Indians and lifetime two and five against the tribe. The starter and loser, Dave Freisleben, who is now zipping two, but Freisleben fits certainly much more creditably today than in his first experience for the Indians. And it has to give you hope that uh, Dave is getting his act together. He gave up four hits, two runs, although he wasn't around when the second one scored, Manji. Uh, delivered a double that drove in that second run charge to Freisleben and made Dave the loser. Uh, Manji and Spilner both worked in relief. Blue Jays three runs, seven hits, no errors, and the Blue Jays stranded seven men, while for the Indians it was one run, four hits, no errors, and the Indians stranded only three. The first Toronto run came in the third inning when McKay singled. Johnson singled and Bassetti singled home McKay to make it one to nothing. The Indians tied it on Blank's first home run of the year into the seats and left of the sixth inning. And the Blue Jays promptly untied it with one out. Upshaw walked and that was all for Freisleben. Manji came on and Howell drilled a double down the left field line, scoring the go-ahead run, making it two to one. Blue Jays added another run in the seventh inning of play on a double by McKay, a walk to Ashby, and a pinch hit double by Otto Velez off the wall and left, making it 3-1. to one. Indians were stymied in the second game by hitting into three double plays. So the Indians with a split on the day and a split on the series drive now at 36-41 and 41 for the year. 
and a pinch hit double by Otto Velez off the wall and left, making it 3-1. to one. Indians were stymied in the second game by hitting into three double plays. Well, the Indians with a split on the day and a split on the series drive now at 36 and 41 for the year. They're also 7-3 and three against the Toronto Blue Jays. And Toronto finishes up at 28 and 49 for the day. Indians are 17 games. Let's see. No, 16 and a half behind the Boston Red Sox. And could finish up just a game behind Detroit if the Tigers should lose that second game in New York. And we'll tell you probably the final on that one when uh, we come back for our 10th inning show. We'll have more for you here right after this timeout. Following the All-Star break. 
Well, we invite you now to stay tuned for the 10th inning show. I'm going to have all the scores of all the games. It's been a busy Sunday in baseball in spite of the efforts of the weatherman on several fronts. And Herb Score will be chatting with his old compadre, Early Wynn. Announcers for this broadcast, selected and paid by 3WE Radio. First game, Waits and Kern combined on a three-hitter, and Alexander slugged his 16th. It was Cleveland 2, Toronto nothing. In the nightcap behind Jesse Jefferson, the final score, Toronto 3, Cleveland 1. Your total sports station in Central Ohio brings you Cleveland Indians baseball. Joe Tate and Herb Score. Cleveland's baseball is brought to you by Marble Polo Lounge on West Fifth Avenue in Columbus. The best is going town. By Dave Smith Ford, 10 minutes east of Columbus on Broad Street. By Budweiser, the King of Food. Chewing tobacco, treat yourself to the best. Mail pouch. By the Grand Blue Golf Course, a good great time of 16 and the 10th of the week. A challenging nine-hole golf course. And by Spitzer Dodge, 5100 East Main in Columbus. BWK, Total Sports in Central Ohio, and Cleveland Indians Baseball.
only have protection for the sad times and the happy times. You can find that under Social Security Administration. Social Security. Lifetime protection in just one card. The tenth inning. A wrap of today's Cleveland Indians baseball game is scores from around the league. Is brought to you after every Cleveland Indians baseball game here on 3WJ. The tenth inning and Cleveland Indians baseball are a part of 3WJ's Total Sports presentation. Fellow who has been a lot of post-game shows on both ends of it now, and that's early win. Early win, of course, a great picture with the Indians, and now a broadcast with the Toronto Blue Jays early is in the Hall of Fame, and I thought maybe we'd chat earlier about some of the differences in baseball, and particularly in pitching. I know that you fellows are going through a period with a lot of young pitches, and I think you can see the development uh, of the young pitches, and they seem to be coming along a little earlier now. Well, Herb, you know, spring training, uh, you kind of get confused. First, I want to thank you for all three of those compliments for being a great ball player and in the Hall of Fame and, and especially being a broadcaster. You know, that's something I haven't been accused of yet. <laughs> but spring training was really something else. Uh, Underwood, uh, you saw him pitch last night. Uh, you can't believe how bad he looked in spring training because he couldn't get the ball over the plate. They'd burn a ball to him on, uh, on, uh, on the mound. He would grab it and throw it into the outfield. He tried to pick a runner off. He threw the ball into the outfield of the bullpen. And then as soon as the season started, all at once, he blossomed out. Now, Lemansic, he looked fantastic in spring training. And when the season started, he couldn't do anything. He just won his second ball game the other day after losing nine. So you you can't believe the, the difference in the two guys. The uh, uh, real turnaround. Last year, Lemansic was, uh, was the backbone of the pitching staff. And, of course, uh, Garvin, he uh, he looks good if he's got control. He's not uh, a blazing fastball pitcher. But when he's got control, he is very tough. And, uh, what about uh, young man Clancy? Clancy, he has to have a little bit of control, too, because when he throws the ball hard, he's dangerous. And his ball moves. And uh, lately, he has just, uh, this uh, first part of this year, he started working on a change of pace and his curveball. And his curveball has come around and has changed the pace. And when he's got control of his fastball, he is really tough because uh, he throws, uh, I guess, harder than anybody on the ball club. He throws harder than Underwood. Really, what about pitching? You know, you were a kind of fellow. You were, you were taught as pitching. You had a good fastball, but you had all the other pitches to go along with. And I can recall talking with you uh, when I was a young pitcher, and you used to say, well, don't try to have too many pitches too fast. Master one or two before you go to another one. You think young pitchers today try to throw too many different pitches? Yes, I, I do, Herb. I don't know whether I'm right or wrong. Um, they're, uh, you see them, they're working on a fork ball, maybe a knuckleball, or a fork ball and a screwball is the two things that everybody wants now. And uh, I was always afraid of those two pitches. I'd rather have the knuckleball and the curveball and the slider because the slider and the curve is a natural way your arm's going to go over across your body. When you throw a screwball and the fourth ball I don't know about. Uh, I know they kind of threw it like a knuckleball. Some people did, but I threw mine like a, just like I did the fastball, except I held it different. And uh, they turned the arm the opposite way. They turned the palm of the hand away from the body, and that is unnatural. And it seems to me like uh, it will, sooner or later they'll have bone chips, is what I was always afraid of. I was always afraid of the sinker, even, much less the screwball. Uh, we have uh, Willis here has a great screwball, and he is rougher on right-handers than he is on left-handers, I think, uh, because it is a different type of thing, a uh, screwball coming in, one that really breaks. 
I don't know, Herb. It's hard to tell anymore. You know, I didn't believe in putting ice uh, on the elbow. That was one of the things that scared me. When I first came back um, in 63, uh, this thing had just come about. Uh, Kofax started, I guess, and uh, or his trainer did, uh, the L.A. trainer. And uh, the uh, trainer says, uh, you want some ice on your arm? I says, no, I'll take some in the cup or in the glass. <laughs> the, cl- the closest any ice will ever get to my elbow is in my hand in a cup or something. <laughs> well, that is one of the differences. They do treat the arm differently. Early one, of course, you pitched, uh, what, two or three different decades? Yeah, uh, well, four. Uh, I was stubborn. I wouldn't give up. <laughs> of course, I got started uh, just at the right time. I um, came to um, Washington in 1939, so I only got in one uh, one year there. And uh, then I played through 1963. So uh, there was uh, Mickey Vernon, another uh, friend of yours you know very well, and uh, Ted Williams. And then Minnie Minoso got, uh, they put Minnie Minoso in a pinch hit. Uh, so they're, uh, they're building them up now, you know, but... Um, and I heard one time that um, there was a couple of other fellows that uh, someone named Bobo Newsom. But uh, I really don't know. Uh, the sports writers have uh, not dug that up yet. Early one, I guess, really. We could go on and on and on with you, but we run out of time. Early, we thank you for being with us. For being with us, we have a gift certificate for you from the folks at Don's Restaurants in Cleveland. Next time in Cleveland, three fine restaurants to take your choice. A couple of dinners from Don's Restaurants. Thanks, Earl. Thank you, Larry. Early one, I guess. Stay tuned. Joe will check the scoreboard after we have this time out. This is Bill Smith, Bill on Broad Street, we're halfway between Columbus and Newark, and selling those boards we will save you money. In fact, we have a little statement we make, if you can't save your money on a milk board, I'll buy you two steak dinners. And we don't buy very many steak dinners. So come on over and see us, we've got a fine selection right now, new and used cars, over 200 new cars, almost 100 used cars, so if you're on a Ford or a used car, come see us on Broad Street. Get into the swing of things at Broadview Golf Course at rounds 310 and 16 in Patanscala, 10 minutes east of I-270 on Broad Street. Broadview is a beautiful nine-hole, 35-car course that's open to the public. You'll be pleased when you see the watered fairways and pleasant surroundings. No tea times are required, and club and electric cart rental is available. You'll find fine food and beverages in the clubhouse, and the pro shop carries anything the golfer wants or needs at special discount prices. Broadview Golf Course, at Route 310 and 16 in Patascala, a challenging nine-hole golf course. National League, the Philadelphia Phillies hung another loss on the Chicago Cubs, taking four out of five games in that series. The Cubs came up with a couple of runs in the last of the ninth, but fell one run short, six to five. Six runs, 13 hits, no errors for the Phillies. Five runs, 12 hits, no errors for the Cubs. Dick Ruth from the starter and winner, he's five and seven. With Brewster in the seventh, Tug McGraw came out on the ninth inning and picked up his sixth save. Kenny Holtzman made the start for the Cubs, took the loss at 0-3 with McLothan in the fourth, Geisel and Moore both in the eighth inning of play. Jose Cardinal of the Phillies hit his second home run in the third with one man on, and then Mike Vale of the Cubs, formerly of the Indians, hit his first in the seventh with two men on. Two hours and 59 minutes, 25,934 at Rigby Field, watching the Phillies edge the Cubs 6-5. to five. St. Louis and Montreal playing two games in Montreal. The Cardinals with a four-run sixth inning overhauled Montreal five to four. Five runs, nine hits, one error for St. Louis. Four runs, five hits, no errors for Montreal. Pete Vukovic, the starter and winner, he's six and five. Latell in the seventh, Schultz in the eighth, and uh, Buddy Schultz picked up his fourth save. Woody Freeman started for Montreal. Freeman takes the loss at three and six with Garmin in the sixth and Bonson in the eighth. 
Ted Simmons of the Cardinals. It is ninth to the fourth with nobody on. The second game is in the sixth inning of play. St. Louis and Montreal are tied up 2-2. Urea against May. That first game, by the way, took two hours and 40 minutes. The weatherman took the game in Pittsburgh today. The Pirates and the New York Mets rained out. A wild one in Atlanta. The Braves with four in the fifth and four more in the seventh knocked off the Giants 9-7. Nine runs, 12 hits, one error for Atlanta. Seven runs, 10 hits, one error for the Giants. Phil Necro, the starter and winner, he's 9-9. Nine and nine. Gene Garber came on in the eighth inning and picked up his fifth save. By the blue, started for the Giants, was roughed up today. Randy Moffitt came into the seventh inning, and he was the loser at 6-4. and four. Johnny LaMaster of the Giants hit his first and the fourth with nobody on. Big Dale Murphy of Atlanta hit his ninth and the fifth with the bases loaded. Jack Clark of the Giants hit his 14th and the seventh with one man on. Two hours, 14 minutes, 13,588. Watched Atlanta outscore the Giants 9-7. Cincinnati with a four-run seventh inning outscored the Dodgers 7-6. Seven runs, 11 hits, one error for Cincinnati. Six runs, 14 hits, and no errors for Los Angeles. The starter was Bill Bonham, Pedro Bourbon in the fifth inning, and Doug Bear in the seventh, and he is the winner at two and three. Doug Rouse started for the Dodgers, took the loss. He's eight and four with Huff in the seventh and Robson in the eighth. Two home runs for Cincinnati decided the issue. Rick Auerbach hit his second in the seventh with nobody on, and then George Foster hit his 17th in the seventh with two men on. Two hours and 31 minutes of baseball, plus a 56-minute rain delay in the fifth inning. The crowd in Cincinnati of 46,067 watched Cincinnati rally to beat the Dodgers 7-6 and salvage the final game of that four-game set, ending a losing streak at six straight. Meanwhile, Gaylord Perry wins again. Gaylord today knocked off Houston 6-2 down in the Astrodome. Six runs, eight hits, and two errors for San Diego. Two runs, six hits, no errors for Houston. Gaylord Perry all the way to win. He is nine and three. Dixon made the start for Houston, took the loss at four and four with Joe Sambito in the eighth. Tucker Ashford of San Diego hit his fifth and the fourth, nobody on. Turner of the Padres hit his third in the eighth with nobody on. Two hours and 48 minutes, and a crowd in the Astrodome of 14,737 watched as the Padres beat Houston six to two. We'll take a look at the American League after we take this time out. If your business has traditionally depended on print advertising, here are some hard facts. Since 1967, average daily newspaper circulation has failed to keep up with the growth of the population. But average cost per thousand is almost doubled. Now the radio facts. Since 1967, radio's audience is up a big 61%, but costs rose only moderately. That means radio is right on the button with a lot more for your money than print. Ask the station for more details. A message from the Radio Advertising Bureau. The 10th inning. A wrap of today's Cleveland Indians baseball game is scores from around the league. It's brought to you after every Cleveland Indians baseball game here on 3WJ. The 10th inning and Cleveland Indians baseball are a part of 3WJ's Total Sports presentation. Good 
League. The New York Yankees trying to sweep a doubleheader from the Detroit Tigers. The first game went to the Yankees, 3-2. Three, three runs, eight hits, two errors for New York. Two runs, six hits, one error for Detroit. Ron Guidry, the starter and winner, he's 13-0. Gossage came on in the ninth inning and picked up the save. Dave Rosema started for Detroit with John Hiller in the seventh. And Hiller, the loser, he is 6-4. and four. Jason Thompson of Detroit at his 18th home run on the third with nobody on. The second game is in the home half of the eighth inning, and the Yankees lead again, 3-2. Jim Slayton has gone all the way for the Detroit Tigers. Rajic started for the Yankees with Sparky Lyle in the fifth. All three Yankee runs came on Craig Nettles, 14th home run of the year in the third, and two men on. The Minnesota Twins of the Chicago White Sox are playing with wild abandon in Minnesota today. The first game went to the White Sox, 8-5. Eight, eight runs, 13 hits, no errors for the White Sox. Five runs, seven hits, and five Minnesota errors. The starter and winner for the White Sox, Wilbur Wood, now 9-5. Willoughby came out of the eighth inning and picked up his tenth save. Jeff Zahn started for Minnesota, took the loss at 7-6 with Sutton in the third and Harrison in the ninth. Milner Rodney of the White Sox hit his second and a seventh in the second with nobody on. Roy Smalley of Minnesota hit his eighth in the second with nobody on. And then Bombo Rivera hit his second and the eighth with two men on to close the gap for the Twins, but they couldn't quite close it enough. In two hours, 46 minutes for the opener, the White Sox eight, Minnesota five. In the nightcap, they're in the sixth inning of play, and Minnesota leads six to five. Jackson started for Minnesota. Mike Marshall has come on in the fifth inning of play. Ron Schuler started for the White Sox with Hinton in the second. Rob Wilfong of Minnesota hit his first and the second with one man on. Eric Satterholm of the White Sox hit his eighth and the fourth with nobody on. Boston at Baltimore, that single game rained out. Kansas City has won the first of two at Oakland, four to two, with a four-run eighth inning. Four runs, 11 hits, one error for Kansas City. Two runs, eight hits, and one error for Oakland. Larry Gora, the winner in the route, Gory, six and two. Langford started for Oakland, Haverlow and Lacey in the eighth, and Lacey takes the loss. He's six and four. Mitchell Page at the game's only home run for Oakland, his ninth in the eighth with nobody on. Kansas City and Oakland now will play a second game after the 229 opener. In California, they are in the ninth. Texas and California are tied up three and three. Ellis started for the Rangers with Comer in the seventh. Brett started for the Angels with Griffin in the third and Miller in the seventh. Richie Zisk of Texas hit his 13th in the second with nobody on, and Bobby Thompson of the Rangers hit his second in the fourth with nobody on. Milwaukee and Seattle are tied up, 2-2 at the end of five. Caldwell against Pole. Tom Pachorek of Seattle hit his first home run in the American League in the fifth inning with nobody on, all of which brings us to our doubleheader here in Toronto. In the first game, it was Cleveland, two runs, seven hits, no errors. Toronto, no runs, three hits, and one error. Rick Waits, the starter and winner, he's 6-8, and eight, and Jim Kern came on to get the final out of the ninth inning and pick up his seventh save. Dave Lamanchuk took the loss. His record is 2-10. and ten. One home run turned out to be the game winner. Gary Alexander hit his 16 in the second with nobody on. And uh, before we look at the nightcap, let me update a couple of games for you. The White Sox have failed in the sixth inning at Minnesota, so the Twins still lead their 6-5 in the second game. But George Hendrick of the St. Louis Cardinals has just clobbered a home run for the Cardinals. He uh, hit his seventh in the sixth with a man on, and that two runs gives St. Louis a 4-2 lead over Montreal at the end of six innings of the second game after the Cardinals had won the ball game, the opener. And uh, now a final. 
the Yankees came up with, oh my, look at this. Detroit got a run in the ninth to tie the ball game at 3-3, and the Yankees scored two times in the last of the ninth inning, and Gary Thomason's seventh home run with a man on won it for the New York Yankees, and so the Yankees sweep the Tigers today. In that second game for Detroit, three runs, 12 hits, and no errors, and for the Yankees, five runs on only six hits and no errors. The losing pitcher is Slayton, who is now at eight and five. There were two home runs in a ball game, and they accounted for all the Yankee runs. The winner was Gossage, so Gossage had a busy day. He saved the first game and came back to win the nightcap. He is four and seven. The uh, earlier home run was a Nettles blast, his 14th, with two men on, and then Gary Thomason, in the last half of the ninth inning, hits his seventh home run of the year. He, of course, started the year in Oakland. Thomason with his seventh home run in the ninth and one man on. It took two hours and 24 minutes for the nightcap and a crowd in New York today of 50,449. Yankees sweeping the Tigers 3-2, to 5-3. to three. And out on the West Coast, they're cooking right along. The Milwaukee Brewers just came up with a run in the sixth. And Caldwell has kept Seattle from scoring anymore. And with Seattle batting in the eighth inning of play, it is Milwaukee three and Seattle two. Now back to our second game of the doubleheader. It was Toronto three runs, seven hits, no errors. Cleveland won four and oh. Jesse Jefferson all the way to win. He's six and seven. Dave Friesleben, the starter and loser at zip and two with Manji in the sixth, Filner in the seventh. Larvell Blanks hit the Indians' only home run of the second game. His first in the sixth with nobody on. Two hours, ten minutes for the nightcap. A doubleheader crowd of 28,305 in Toronto. Watching the Indians win the first game 2 to nothing. The Blue Jays the nightcap 3-1. to one. So we invite you to be with us tomorrow night at the stadium. 7.35 family night. The Orioles and the Indians with a fireworks game coming Tuesday night at 7.35 with the Birds. Thanks to our engineers, Jack Lowe here in Toronto, Jack Fiorelli and Dale Cogis in Cleveland. And, of course, thanks most of all to you for listening. For Herb Score, this is Joe Tate. Have a good night, everybody.